Welcome to Life Activated. I'm Mari Roberts, corporate gal gone rad energy healer and psychic guide. The intention of this podcast is to be a supportive space that empowers you to live your passions now, encouraging you to be uniquely you and to trust your intuition. On this podcast, you're going to hear from guests who are just like you. The difference is they figured out how to bring their passions into their life. To find out more, please visit me at marirobertslife.com. Lauren! Oh my goodness, Lauren, it's that time where you get to introduce yourself to the community of Life Activated. Long time coming. OMG, let's just be real. I'm so glad. Yeah. Got you here. (laughs) My energy is so ready for this tonight. I'm so excited to be here, Mari. Thank you. Yes. Hello, everyone. I am Lauren Cosgrave. I live in San Francisco with my two beautiful daughters and my husband. And I am a creative artist, corporate renaissance woman. And I've had Ooh. the pleasure. Of, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I've had the pleasure and honor of calling Mari my friend, my coach, my guide for, gosh, three years now? Is that three years? Uh, Forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been beautiful. (laughs) Um, Other little nuggets about me. I'm uh, an 11-year Navy veteran. I am indoctrinated into the world of Wu now and love it. I am a Cancer. Both my sun and moon are Cancers. So I am do a lot of work around aligning my work with my personality and I identify with my mother archetype. What else about me? That I love crystals, really gotten into crystal healing. And uh, yeah, that's me. That's Lauren. I love it. I love it. Um, since we do know your human design, what's your human design? Oh, yes. I'm a manifesting generator. Yes. I feel like this is going to be important as we talk for people to hear that and i will say this now it doesn't matter if you're a manifesting generator or not fyi when you're following your passions however if you are a manifesting generator hearing from another manifesting generator how they're living their passions and how you can do this and design your life in a way that it feels and is in alignment from another one who is currently doing this right now. I think it's really important to kind of call that out. So I wanted to just share that and kind of highlight that, yes, you are a manifesting generator. Do you remember your numbers in front? I don't remember your numbers. I don't remember. I do not. I feel like no. We'll have to no. look that up. I never remember the numbers. Like if it's, if we'll you have, have to look remember look numbers or letters, you know, <laughs> there's a lose. Because I like, I love to like learn about all different things. I'll learn something and then I forget it and I move on to the next one. And I'm like, yeah, that was, that was good. I feel like you're the one I can't remember because I just know I'm a six two, but I feel like you're the, you're the style that you're supposed to learn it and then teach it. I feel like that's your, those are your numbers. I can't remember though. We'll have to look, we'll have to look mm. through the stuff. I'm quick to shift off the of things though too. I'll learn it, I'll teach it and then I move on. I don't, I don't do yeah. things. Are very long. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think, I think that's your, that's part of your, those are your numbers. So mm-hmm. just for anyone who 
is also listening. Yes, Lauren is a client now. We weren't clients before and that will be part of the story you'll get to hear. But for my long-term clients, you know, well, often change a little bit, but for my long-term clients, typically there is a gift that I give for my clients, which has been a practitioner. So one of the gifts that Lauren had was uh, a human design reading, a practitioner who shared her human design information with her. So just sharing that. So that's where this whole conversation comes from. Uh, this is great. I love this. Before we dive into all of the questions that I wrote down for you, I want to remember, because I always tend to forget, I pull a card for us, for you, prior to the interview, and I will share the message. I'm sticking true to the same card deck that I stuck with since the first season. So it is the Guided by Spirit deck by Asia DeShore. And the card I pulled is so funny because I feel like I feel like I've seen a lot of the same cards, which is very interesting to me. We know the messages aren't always the same, but it's fascinating to me. But your card is community. Mm -hmm. to share that with you. And um, it's like the little swans all over the card. So I'm going to tap into this and just remember whether you're listening today whether you're listening in a year from now, the message is still pertinent to you in this moment, potent to you in that moment, whenever it is for you that you're listening. And uh, we'll just kind of see what this is all about. It's so funny. I just saw like a big heart. Mm. And it's um, literally it's like community is where the heart is. It's sort of like community is how you grow your seeds. Community is what nourishes you. Where are you missing community? And where can you deepen in community? Allowing it to support you in moving forward. I heard, tell her in this next chapter. <laughs> hmm. And then remembering that community doesn't have to be something that's big. Community mm -hmm. can be... Community can be small. Community can be three. Community can be two. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, but remembering to notice where your community is, notice where you're not seeing it, and to seek it out where it is. What I want to say is where it's not apparent, where it's missing, where it might be feeling as it's lacking. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. It does. There are some thoughts coming to mind with my current situation and dreams yeah. and already people like downloads of people I should reach out to. And yeah. Yeah. It's all making yeah. sense. Yeah. I always love when the, the card comes through and there was a lot of energy. I'm sure you saw that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what that looks like for you in terms of how you look at community, how you leverage your community, how you leverage and think about community. And again, this is for you, but it's for, it's for me. It's for anyone who's listening at this moment. So that's great. Okay. So let's dive into my questions. OMG, hey. I'm so excited. So first of all, we met, feels like a hundred years ago in a business coaching program. It was the first business coaching program that I went to uh, right after I got my coaching certification. 
Yeah, we were yeah. both baby coaches. <laughs> we were both baby coaches and we were both still in corporate. And mm-hmm. note to everyone, we are also both still in corporate. So yeah. just want to call that out. Um, we are both still in corporate. We both still love our passions. And we were both baby coaches when we first met. Mm-hmm. And you were just like very different person when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're military, go, 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 push, push, push. Lauren was there, present all of the time. But you were still like, I could still see like the love and kindness of Lauren mm-hmm. everywhere. But you were definitely a different human. So could you tell the story a little bit? Kind of tell us the journey of Lauren from that day to sort of how you got to where you are now Uh and then I've got lots more questions in there but you know kind of paint that picture for us Uh yeah so at that point in my life I wasn't too far removed from the military I think I was like two or three years since I had left the military of 11 year career went to the Naval Academy too so really it was 15 years of military in my life military programming it really was like yeah, it was yeah every fiber of my being that was my adult life up until that point and i was taught to get what you want you gotta work hard you gotta grind you gotta grind for it <laughs> but there was this pull there was this pull to do something completely different than the military which one was what pulled me in the direction of deciding to do a career shift to set that aside and start something completely new, which a lot of people in the military don't do because it's so terrifying. Like it's actually, it was of all the things I did in the military, leaving was the scariest thing I'd ever done. Like, oh, I have to learn how to feed myself and pay my own bills and I how to figure out how to get a paycheck. You're almost come back to like, where most people are at when they graduate college and all of a sudden they have to figure out how to live, right? Or some people even yes. be 16. Adding to that, having been on the recruiting side of the world, the language in military career to corporate career is very different. And sometimes being able to translate your work and what you do in military to corporate sector can be very hard. And it's not always an easy transition to Uh make, and it's not always easy for recruiters or managers to understand the work that you have done. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so up until that point, you had said I was such a different person, but I had already shifted and changed so much from my time in the military. It was about two or three years where I left the military. I started working in corporate right away. Uh, in tech, I was at Facebook and then Dropbox, and I was doing what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to go find a job, climb the corporate ladder, grind, 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 have two kids, and that's what you're supposed to do. This was a programming from my my childhood, from my youth, as well as from from the military and and all my background. And I don't say this to say that there's anything wrong with that, but that path never fit my mold. I knew Mm -hmm. it in my heart. I knew it in my core that there was still something different out there. And I had resisted it for so long. I unfortunately, and and that resistance had led me to a pretty bad episode of postpartum depression, 
really just hating my corporate job at the time. And I needed a dramatic change. So I was going to make a change and I was going to be in control of that change. And I was going to do things. I was going to break the mold. I was not going to do the shoulds anymore. And so I had left corporate at that point and launched my coaching business. I said, I'm going to go be a life coach. And I had discovered some influencers that are really prominent in the life coaching business, like Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, and they resonated with me because there was similar structure to what I had experienced, but it was different. It was this new flavor of structure that was this bridge for me into coaching, into this space of being authentic, into this space of speaking my truth into this space of helping others do that same thing, find their truth, find their purpose, find their meaning in life. And so I, that's where I'd gotten up to that point. So I still had a lot of work to do, but my guides in the space, uh, the people that I was listening to were still, still aligned with the structure. And so I could operate in it. And so I'm very grateful for it. I really do see it as, as what I needed at the time to get me to where I am now. It was all different layers of depth of finding growth and getting back to, it's peeling back these layers of, mm -hmm. of grind, of pushing through life constantly and learning how to flow and ease with life. And the biggest transition actually came when I decided to go back to corporate, mm -hmm. decided that coaching wasn't for me. So I take a little like sabbatical from, from corporate because of hashtag COVID life changed. I started my coaching business. I stayed home with kids. My husband was working and it was a wonderful, beautiful season of my life that I thought would have been like what I do forever, but that chapter like very quickly came to an end. And I think that was one of the first times that I started listening to what you call your pain. Mm -hmm. And I had always quieted the pings. For 11 years in the Navy, I quieted those pings. For the next three, four years, I quieted the ping. They came. They went one ear out the other. But I had this ping that it was time to stop my coaching job, that I'd healed enough that I could go back to corporate, that that wasn't the right mm -hmm. next step for me. I didn't realize that taking a step back was just a healing journey for me. It was this whole journey of permission, of giving myself permission to follow the pings and intuition that had been so strong in my intuitive gifts uh, present themselves to me as my own voice in yeah. my head. And mm -hmm. I think that's what made it really hard for me to understand and identify that it was an intuitive gift is because it was my own voice. I thought I was making it up. I thought it was just my brain. Mm -hmm. Now I know the difference of when it's my brain versus an intuitive gift as I've continued to be quiet and still and listen and feel the energy from it. But you had even said to me, do you remember when you pulled the card for me or we were talking at one point and you, you said, why you, you got a message that going back to corporate was going to be very healing for me. And we really scratched yeah. our heads about that. We were like, what is that all about? Like, we don't get it. Like it was. And now, now, of course, you know, like, oh, that was like when it was before you were considering, I think it was before you were considering closing the business. I think this is actually right before COVID, actually. 
was before you, and I think it was actually just a reading that you had gotten with me. It was before you were considering closing the business Mm -hmm. and you were talking about how like shitty (laughs) your last job experience was. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel like for some reason it's going to be healing to go back to corporate, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. made no sense at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, by the way, if you're listening to this, I don't remember most of the things that come up in reading. So when people remind me, it takes a little while and sometimes I still may not remember. So Lauren and I have worked together Mm -hmm. long enough. So there are a lot of things that I can remember. um, Mm -hmm. But then there's some things that she may bring up like, I do not remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the theme, the underlying themes to answer your question of like, what brought this transformation? What brought this? change the shift was this continued depth of knowledge of myself through different vehicles through oracle cards through um understanding my chart my sign understanding my human design understanding how to listen to my intuition what it sounds like Mm -hmm. for me understanding how to listen to the pain understanding how to stop pushing and letting the universe continue to guide me like it always has been and that skill doesn't come overnight overnight. at least that for me my journey's been long and beautiful and wonderful and exactly what it's supposed to be but yeah that's that's how that's what happened (laughs) i love it i love it thank you and so before we get into my next question kind of getting to where we are today with where you are and trusting your pings and following those pings and really hearing your voice and what i think is so important and that you're highlighting also is that you learn to trust your intuition and to trust mm-hmm. yourself and you understand now that you have that gift and everyone has that gift Uh It's about practicing and leaning into trusting it. And where you are now is in a corporate job that now allows you to, and this is where I really want to kind of get into, continue to live your values and to, well, let's start with that. Just your values. Let's talk about values for you. What are your values and How did you get to that place when you realized that you were able to really be living in your values more often than not? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My two core values are freedom and family. And those two things like guide my life in all regards, all aspects. COVID (laughs) enabled me to find freedom in the corporate space, really, and working from home. I, you know, mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I'm an artist. I'm an avid knitter. I knit prolifically. I recently got into 3D printing. I have done watercolor, uh, tactile, active artist. And when I was working a job that required me to commute and sit at a desk and look like I was doing something, responding to emails, that whole side of me was not engaged and I missed it desperately. I missed her. And working from home now allows me to balance and do find space for all of those things every day. Every day now I find time to knit. 
I can take my kids to school. I can go help out at lunch hour if I want to. I can spend some time with my husband. And it's that freedom, that flow that has allowed me to show up better than ever in the corporate space, but also be more fulfilled than ever in my personal life and my own personal passions. And it's diminished the size of the corporate space in my life that used to be all consuming and like 99% of my life, it felt like now it's like 10% of my life. It's mm-hmm. just this thing that I do yeah. during the week mm-hmm. that pays the bills, but mm-hmm. freedom, family, fulfilling my inner artist. Those are the things that fill my cup every day that sh- allow me to show up even better in all other aspects of my life. And so I think it was, it's that ability to be in my own environment, to create my space and balance my time the way I want to, that has mm-hmm. allowed me to live my values more fully. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And when Lauren says that, like, she's an artist, she's, I would say, putting it mildly, her literally, like your watercolors are phenomenal and your knitting is kind of next level and Mm -hmm. it's amazing truly thank you just wait for this new medium of 3d printing i'm having so much fun oh oh boy oh boy i can't wait when i started the journey of cultivating my own inner wisdom i was so disconnected i was literally following the path of every should that you could possibly name. And that led me to a soul-sucking job. I woke up one day and I realized that I didn't even know who I was. I didn't recognize myself. I was stuck. I lacked confidence. And I couldn't tell you not only what I was passionate about, but what my values were or what my purpose was. I didn't want to feel like that anymore. And I sure as hell didn't want anyone else to feel that way. That led me to taking one step, one simple step at a time to begin to reconnect to my truth, working with mentors on my psychic gifts and becoming a certified coach, working on cultivating my healing gifts. And I knew that when I was working with clients, the most important thing was to provide support that was intuitively led, but practical and grounded, because this is the world that we live in. It's connecting yourself to your intuition and doing it in a grounded way so that you can expand and make the impact that you're here to make. This has led to this course, Life Activated. I help you connect with your vision and your purpose so that you can see what is for you and what you actually want to do. This course, Life Activated, was created because I wanted to give you something that was accessible, that you could come back to over and over again. I wanted it to be something that could be reached by anyone. What is this Life Activated course? (laughs) Well, I'll take you through. This is a three-step method that you're going to go through to connect with your purpose, to identify your vision clearly, 
and to identify the steps that are for you to take and execute your plan so that you can reap the rewards of living the life that you are here to live, making the impact that you're here to make. Because you and I know that you are here for something great. This course, Life Activated, is an eight-week hybrid program. It's blending community and giving you the option to have one-on-one support with me. There are group calls, support calls for eight weeks. You're going to have access to people who are just like you to ask questions, share insights, receive validation. And if you choose to work with me one-on-one, you are going to be able to dive deeper into your unique vision, tackle any particular challenges, and get support to help you make clear, guided steps. I know that sounds great, but the most important thing is this community doesn't go away. You're going to have access to a community beyond that, that you can be a part of for as long as you want for life. (laughs) Because journeys of this kind aren't over in an eight week time for a period. And I want you to have the ability to be with your community and celebrate for life. I want you to also know that this program is so accessible. We've got three options for you. You can just join the course and the support community for $500 lifetime access. You can have option two, which is the course and one-on-one support with me. One session that is $545. And you can also access me and have extra support. That's two 45-minute private calls with me for $600. Again, everything else, lifetime access. So this course is so accessible. You can just join at $500. You can get actually time with me for up to $600. So don't wait, run, (laughs) and I'll see you inside the course. But I think this goes to not only the human design element of you, right? But like this reminder of you are a multi-passionate person Mm -hmm. and you have found ways to bring your passions into your life in different ways. Because I also realize that something you didn't mention is how much you love to ski too. Yes. I know that's like a winter thing, but. Well, I mean, it's swimming in the summer and skiing in the winter and being connected to the outdoors, to Mother Earth is really important for me too. So like being under the, you know, fluorescent lights of an office building is not where I like to spend most of my days. (laughs) Another bone of bonus of working from home is the ability to be outside and travel to Tahoe whenever I want to in the winter on the weekends, go get my skiing in. Mm -hmm. So how do you know when you are out of alignment? I don't think there's a one size fits all to that question. I think it shows up differently for everyone. But so I can speak to my experience. For me, it got to the point where I was feeling 
physical pain from being out of alignment. It was depression. I was resonating in my body. I was going to the chiropractor a ton, like just stiff muscles, never seeming to find like a solution for it. Like medical health really kind of going down the drain. That's a big sign. If you have consistent ailments without a clear source or, or cure, probably should start looking at how you're aligned in your work and your personal life. The other thing that it's really, things just aren't easy. If life is just really hard for you, that's not normal. Like I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends the other day and she was asking me one of the parts of my journey also is um, right now I do rely on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicine to help me maintain that, that ease and flow and balance. And she's debating, thinking about whether she wants to start some medical treatments for her mental health as well. And she was asking me what it was like. And I like to describe being on uh, my medicines as like turning the volume down on the really obnoxious, loud voice in my head that just makes everything so darn hard all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, oh, wouldn't that be nice? And I just thought to myself, oh, my dear friend, you're out of alignment if everything is just hard all the time. And I, I think it's a generational thing that we learned as well. I think my parents really did teach me that like, Working sucks. Working's hard. You got to keep working, working, working. Climb the corporate mm -hmm. ladder. All that's just the way it goes. And it is long overdue that we change that narrative. I don't want my children to grow up believing that. I don't want them to mm -hmm. ever think that they're stuck. I don't want them to ever live a life that's constantly a struggle. And so that would be my recommendation to your listeners, just to listen and check in on those aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just an exercise on like my beliefs around working a corporate job. And I was surprised what came up, which was that I would be a, considered a good kid if I had a corporate job. Yep. That I'm oh. a rational one if I have a corporate job. Yeah. That's another, that's another really great point, Mari, of knowing if you're out of alignment is if you're not doing what you want to do because you're afraid of what other people will think. Oh, God, yeah. If you're mm -hmm. resisting making a grand career shift or doing something completely different because you're afraid of what your parents or your spouse or your kids or friends will think about what you're doing, that is a very clear indicator that you're out of alignment. <laughs> for sure and i i was there i lived in that space i feared what people would say when i told them i was a life coach they'd be like what in the world is that yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm a psychic mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, welcome i love that <laughs> yeah you're a life coach what yeah 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 but, you know it's like you followed still that desire that ping but you didn't know it was pings back then to uh -huh. do something different. Uh -huh. So this season is around design and we sort of touched on it a little bit, but I'd like it if you could possibly talk a little bit around now where you are, how do you, and I, like I said, you sort of touched on this, but how are you building your life in this moment or designing your life in this moment 
to fit around your values and your passions? Well, we live and learn, don't we? Right? <laughs> yes. So I found all this space with the shift back to working from home, found this freedom to do things, uh, was cooped up for three years of COVID like we all were. And last year, when things opened up, I said, I want to do everything. <laughs> and I completely oversubscribed myself. And I had a lot of things, curveballs thrown at me from stuff in my personal life that I was not expecting. And I, all this wonderful freedom got real heavy at the end of last year. Yeah. <laughs> For me. Um, and so right now in this season, I love seasons. I truly believe in seasonality of life. I even sent you this like picture of my calendar. I have this big calendar. I like this, you know, big whiteboard calendar. It allows me to see my whole year in one picture. And I did not put half as much crap in there as I did the year before. And I yep. even used like lighter color pens on it. And I left so much more white space. Mm -hmm. And the space that I'm leaving there is giving me even more freedom to flow with life. And that's taught me probably a level of patience that I've never experienced in my whole life. Because I have so much trust and faith that I'm guided, that I'm safe, that I'm on the right path. And I have the space for that path to unfold before me now. Ooh, I'm getting like, I'm going to get a little too weepy eyed here to bring that up. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the person you were before pushed. Oh my gosh. Person I couldn't wait. I want it now, 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 now. I started to hear my pings, but then I didn't have patience. And nope. that was a really mm -hmm. tough space because I knew what I wanted. But I'm like, why isn't the universe giving it to me right now? I wanted it yesterday. <laughs> and I was missing the beauty and the journey. I was missing the lessons in the journey. Yeah. And so I've learned that now. To have more space, yeah. more peace, and it will, it will flow. It will come. Yeah. And in, in some spheres, it, it may be called uh, manifesting and then turning it over to the universe, however you want to describe it. That's what it feels like. And if you don't want to call it that and you call it what you're calling it, which I actually really like, it's just creating the space for everything to unfold. Yeah. I mean, manifesting is one of those interesting buzzwords that's, yes. I think, become overly challenging for yes. the community, for individuals to really grasp if you haven't done the work to find trust in the universe. Pretty darn hard to manifest if you have little trust in your path and yeah. in your future. So, yeah, I think it, for me, I don't tend to use that word often. Like you said, it, it's a space to create. And allow the ease, ease, flow, and space. My three words for the year. Also, it doesn't mean that it comes overnight. And sometimes mm -hmm. when we talk about manifesting in the world, I think it gets almost glamorized as it happens overnight. But sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So you have to have patience mm -hmm. and trust and ease mm -hmm. and flow and space, as you said. Well, and I think we're, one of the things that I've learned is even though I may have some clarity around what I want or a ping and the direction that I want to go, the way it shows up 
or actually lands in my life may be completely different and on a completely different timeline for completely different reasons. Yes. And so I'll hear people say like, oh, manifesting doesn't work, but they may just not be seeing how it's presenting itself in in your life. Yes. And reflection can help in that regard too, like reflecting back on the things that you want and, oh, that's right. I I did want it that way and it happened this other way. And actually that's better than the way I originally wanted it to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And because of that, it couldn't have done all these other things. I mean, everything's connected, right? Like it's all this, this connective tissue in our lives. And also in the reflection is where you sometimes don't even realize elements that you didn't even know were going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it may not even be that it was better. It could just be like, holy moly, I didn't even know that that could happen for me too. Right, right, right. Or that could happen. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't even know that that happened. <laughs> that happened. Right. You know? right. <laughs> Which is also a great surprise, right? Yeah. So I love that. That's a really good reminder for anyone who's listening to this, right? It's like the journey and the need to trust. And what I love about what you're saying, Lauren, is like, it's not easy. <laughs> It's still not easy, but it's still leaning into it. And you're leaning into it is the piece that is so beautiful. You have begun to learn to lean into that process, Mm -hmm. which I love. So what brings you back to yourself? Oh, knitting, my art. That's when I feel, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's almost always knitting or art of some type. And being with my kids, it's pretty easy to come back to myself. Like mm-hmm. I hear them in the background right now. And at the end of every day, when they come like running into my office, it's a very quick shift and so easy to fall back into myself. Yeah. Either I when I'm with that. them or when I'm connected with my art. I love that. That's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And now you're you know, talking about building your trust in yourself. So how do I build trust in myself? That's interesting. I'm trying to find the words to describe it. Beautiful question. I really think that it's being a student of spirituality Mm. that has helped me to trust myself the most. I've found when I read a horoscope or an oracle card uh, description and it aligns with the feelings that I'm having and the path that I'm on or the experience that I'm in. It's almost like a soothing blanket. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think I'd mentioned to you at one point that Oracle cards really were my gateway into the world of like studying spirituality. And I was raised a a Protestant Christian and I I still would identify as a Christian, but my faith has shifted dramatically into more of a spiritual faith. And it's moments like that when I... And most of the time it comes from Instagram. Honestly, Instagram has become a wonderful vehicle for studying spirituality for me. (laughs) Isn't it funny how the universe presents itself? But it practices like that over time, over the past three, four years that have helped me really find a whole new level of trust with myself. And that was a a gap, was a big gap for many years, was was any type of spiritual practice or meditation, or learning how to hear the universe. When you give me readings, 
oh my gosh, when I have psychic readings from you, it's a major trust builder for me. Yeah. Major trust builder and myself. So yeah. You know, the readings are your information and uh -huh. it's just validating everything that is your truth already. Right. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's just the information that is hard for you to hear or to see mm -hmm. in whatever way. Right. Or to say out loud, I get to say it for you. <laughs> that is you know? the uh, root of it for me, for sure, is actually verbalizing the dreams, the wishes, the desires that are in our heads. Yeah. But being your mentor, guide, coach, you know, uh, I also witness you being much more connected and trusting yourself all on your own, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. you know, so seeing you from when we first started working together to where you are today, it's a very different person who's very, very much connected and very much in trust and, um, aware of the messages that are coming through to you and leading with those messages. Right. So, uh -huh. um, I just wanted to acknowledge that and reflect that to you. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I think a really practical exercise also is just learning how to can ground myself, like learning, especially when I go into a flow state with my art, like it's, and you have to do this after you're like connecting with clients. Like I had never learned how to ground myself and that practice in and of itself has been very powerful in just finding a healthier balance and I mean, I, I would describe it as trusting myself more. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. I love it. So how do you celebrate yourself? I just took a nice ritual bath this afternoon. Mm. I poured myself a little cocktail. I was celebrating like a win I had at work. So little things like that, little like moments of just patting myself on the back or nurturing myself, caring for myself. The number one way I've started celebrating myself that's provided the most transformation, though, is sharing with others things that I'm proud of. Mm -hmm. It's to not really speak up or just share things that are going really well in my life or things that I'm happy yeah. about or share my art with others. I used to be nervous. People would think I was weird because I was a knitter. Oh I, like, I wouldn't oh knit in public or with my friends because they would think I was weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so You're an amazing knitter. Wow. You know, I celebrate myself by sharing my art more so and the things that bring me joy with others. That's so fantastic. That's so fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. So in closing, I would love if you could share what you want the community to take away. What would you like the life activated community to take away today before we leave today? I would like you to take away love and grace for wherever you are on your path and know that you don't have to do it alone and you're not alone. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love mm -hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here for sharing your story i know that you are inspiring other women i know that you're going to empower other women to think about how they can bring their passions into their life how they can design their life to fit their passions and to bring their values more to the forefront of you know 
how they live in this moment. And you're a true example of how trusting your intuition and trusting yourself can lead to more peace and joy and freedom in your life and who you are. Uh Thank you. You've been such a huge part of that journey with me. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Until next time, everyone. (laughs) That was so funny. All right, that does it for this episode of the Life Activated Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Please do subscribe to the show, rank and review the podcast. Five-star reviews go a long way. Let me know that you've done so. Send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram with a screenshot, and I will personally reach out to you to thank you. Send me a message letting me know what you think about the show and definitely check out the show notes for additional resources to support you with this season.